Hello, my name is Jillian. My name is Yolanda, and welcome to The Pemberley Podcast. Welcome to another episode of The Pemberley Podcast. Woo! We're getting to the sad part, Yolanda. I kind of don't want to go on. You know, we are into the 70s episodes now, and this is when things get pretty serious because everything has been very happy and loving and the sisters are all great, but some serious stuff happens in these next two episodes. And we're going to get into it, but before we do that, uh, we have two things that we actually want to go over. First off, we want to give a shout out to Julianne, who left us a lovely five-star review on iTunes. Hi, Thank Julianne. you. Yes, Julianne has been such a sweet person we to us. We love you. <laughs> we don't deserve you. We don't deserve you. We really don't. Um, so thank you, Julianne, for leaving us that lovely review. And you can also leave us a review on iTunes. And that really helps other people to find this podcast. And we just really appreciate it. I oh, always yeah. just immediately text Julianne. I'm like, we got another review. Yeah, I think we are going to print each of these five-star reviews, <gasps> frame them, Oh, I'll hang them in my apartment. That's really you were just complaining about my blank wall. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't complaining. I, I was know. just making an observation. Well, obviously, it would be a lot less blank if I took <laughs> all these reviews, made them gigantic font, put them in very yeah. tasteful frames, and then people would be like, okay, painting, painting. Oh, what are tweets. these words? <laughs> or not tweets, but uh, reviews. Reviews. <laughs> no. My, the comedian Michael McIntyre has a really great bit about leaving reviews about vacation and he goes now the review <laughs> i'll post it on the okay i'm page. like it's this, whole... i'm sure this is funnier if Trust, i see it if you're in my head it makes all kinds of sense okay. it's very relevant to the conversation but also we should note that we're recording rather late on a friday after the end of a long week of work uh and it's great it's chill yeah. it's cool we're here we have uh jamba juice yeah. i still have mine I- sucked mine down. Yeah, but that was a great Jamba Juice. We've had our grocery store sushi. Very millennial. We're here. Dinner. We're alive. We are... We made it through another week. Teamwork makes the dream work. And we're here recording more podcasts for you all. Speaking of making the dream work, that's, I believe, the second thing you wanted to bring to Yolanda. We have an update, as you guys may recall. Several months ago, we talked about uh, a Deadline article announced they were making another Pride and Prejudice adaptation over at Warner Brothers and Temple Hill called The Season. It's about that, like, tomboyish girl who's really into soccer and she's in like texas high society and her mom's trying to like push her into that and she doesn't want it and they have found a writer for the season katie lovejoy uh this is a variety article i will also post it in the wordpress page yeah katie lovejoy will pen the adaptation of the season for warner brothers katie got noticed with her blacklist script the arsonist love story and um it's like not been purchased yet the script that she wrote but she is also writing the selection which is um based on a ya book that came out in 2012 it's like dystopian it's like like the dystopian version of the bachelor for like a prince yeah actually it seems like she has quite a few projects like that are coming up which is really awesome she's got mm-hmm. a lot of things like in the works that she's gonna be writing mm-hmm. so great for katie she has very beautiful hair 
She's got this great picture that I'm sure she had sent along for this press release. And then Variety was like, we don't know what to do with vertical photos. So yeah. we're just going to like put two blurred versions yeah. of it next to each it's other. It's super whack. You'll see it if you click on the article. But I mean, then it's like you just see her great, beautiful hair three different times. Three different times, but only one of them is actually in focus. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we're very excited for that. It means yeah. that uh, this, pro- I think we joked when we first heard about this uh movie yeah. we're like oh we'll see it in two years and who knows that I might mean, actually be an accurate timing yeah like be- they're writing it trust me when they say like oh she'll be writing it it means she's like into writing it no, yeah like, let's just tell the people about it like <laughs> she's signed on to the project they mm-hmm. congratulations warner brothers you found a writer yes. <laughs> and now it's just how long it's gonna take her to actually write it notes write it again notes again write it again and that whole process and who knows maybe they won't even have her re- now we're just getting into the depressing realities of yeah, Hollywood. That's true. someone else could rewrite well her. actually it could be that there is already a draft and she's coming in to rewrite that draft Ooh. that's more inside hollywood that, stuff. yeah <laughs> the sad part is we'll never know who wrote yeah. the first draft <laughs> that's it may not have been Katie. It's, it's, I mean, it sounds like this is the first draft. Well, we don't we, know. We don't know. We don't know anything. We're going off of two articles many months apart. Yes. I think we should dive into our own show, The Lizzie Bennet Diaries. Yeah. Trying to keep up that excitement. <laughs> Trying to keep up that energy. I finished my Jamba Juice yellow. Okay. I'm now relying on my own unbridled enthusiasm okay. for this show. Okay. Well, we're going to start with episode 73, 2 plus 1, written by Rachel Kiley. I love how in your notes, the first word in all caps is ENERGETIC. That's just a note to us. I know. <laughs> it reminded that's not, that's me. Not, that's nothing about this episode. It is. Oh, well, it is. It is. <laughs> I know. We need to be more um, Lydia-esque. But Lydia obviously had her very successful and very energetic birthday party. <laughs> That's our word with, of the night. <laughs> it is. Um, with the volleyball team and all the men in the wet t-shirt contest that mm-hmm. should only be men. Mm-hmm. And... It is four days past Lydia's birthday, but she's like, it's still her birthday week. What a yeah. great attitude, you know? It's like, this is, you know, um, she could really just make it her birthday month. And if she wants the excuse of going to Carter's every night, she can do that for this month. So it's only four days after my birthday, which basically means it's still my birth week, which absolutely means we are going to Carter's for more party time. Woo! She so. could also make it her birthday day, <laughs> as most of us do, <laughs> once we reach 21. That's very you true. You get a night, and then you have to go on living your life. Yep, where it's like, yep, you still go to work. And yep, but she doesn't have a job. <laughs> that's right. So that's why she's going to Carter's every that's single true. night. <laughs> I guess if I had nothing to do, I'd have a birthday week as yeah. well. Yeah, so Lydia bursts in and says... That they're going to Carter's again, because what else are they going to do? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Lizzie's like, uh, sleep in, maybe? <laughs> yeah, Lizzie, Lizzie is exhausted from all this partying and from all these nights at Carter's. Lizzie is us. She's like, doesn't anyone sleep anymore? <laughs> I can't imagine going out four nights in a row. Oh my gosh. I'm like, if I have two events in one week, I'm like, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> this is too much for me. <laughs> yeah. But then Lizzie does a very sweet thing. 
and actually surprises Lydia with a gift because Lizzie had forgotten, you know, that it was even her baby sister's birthday and had to like scramble together to get a party um, at the house. At least she got a gift. It's a few days late, but she got one. She and Jane gave Lydia a beautiful necklace yeah. that Lydia just loved, and she loved the wrapping. That was yes, really funny. Yes, the, the, the little um, <laughs> it t- looked tinsel, like confetti. tinsel like confetti. Kind of yeah, stuff. that's what it looked like. like. Bright purple, and she was very excited about that, and the gift should have stopped there. Yep. We're going to pretend there was nothing else in that bag. <laughs> There's an alternate version of the Lizzie Bennet Diaries where that was the only gift, and everything was good. <laughs> the end. <laughs> And they all lived happily ever after. But sadly, that's not what happened. Nope. Nope. Instead, Lizzie thought it was very fitting to get her little sister a book entitled, Where Did I Park My Car? A Party Girl's Guide to Becoming a Successful Adult. And then Lydia gives her sister an out. (laughs) You're so good at joke gifts. (laughs) It's not a joke gift. And Lizzie... Instead of saying, haha, yeah, I knew I was funny, was like, oh, it's not a joke. You need to grow up, Lydia. She could have been like, oh, right, it is a joke gift. Your real gift's coming tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I totally forgot it's coming Way cooler tomorrow. Than this. Yeah. But no, <laughs> she genuinely got Lydia a gift that she felt like, you're 21 now, you need to grow up, you need to become a mature adult, and what you're doing right now isn't what you should be doing with your life. And Lizzie told that to Lydia in the only way she knew how, <laughs> and with a book. <laughs> with a book. <laughs> with a book. A self-help book. Yeah. I'd like to know who would have written this book if it exists. It doesn't exist. It's mm. actually a fake, it's a prop that they made. Written Good by, job, Jenny. Uh, in quotes, written by Rachel Kylie. Really? <laughs> so it's You not, paused it and looked at it? I found a, someone had a Tumblr post that highlighted it. God something. bless Tumblr. I, <laughs> I closed the tab so I don't have the credit anymore. But uh, it, it was a prop. Tumblr so. is the gift that just is <laughs> There you go. People already did a lot of analysis for us. Yes. Or pausing over the video. They did the hard work. Yes. So Lydia, where did I park my car? Like what would be in this book? Like what kind of... Advice? It's not, honestly, it's like no matter who you give this to, it's not a great book. It's like it should just be a joke gift. Like yeah. a joke book. I can't imagine taking any title called Where Did I Park My Car? Like, I can't imagine taking that seriously. Like, this is a book I need to like, read. Oh my gosh, where has this been all my life? <laughs> I've been forgetting where I park my car. Yeah. You know? Is One that- of those, like, uh, coffee table kind of books. It's like, ah ha ha. And yeah. it's actually something else. I mean, I imagine it would have steps like get a job that keep- makes you ti- too tired to park. <laughs> Step one. That's a great one. Actually, I think that's the only step. They, yeah. They really overshot it by making it a book. They could have made it like a tweet or something. <laughs> like not the new 280 character tweet. <laughs> that makes this episode topical. <laughs> a 140 character tweet that says like, step one, get a day job that makes you too tired to party at night. There you and go. And that's it. That's it. That's it. Done. But Lydia is understandably upset. Yeah. And things go downhill really quickly mm-hmm. because Lizzie refuses to apologize. From Lizzie's perspective, she's genuinely cons- I don't know. I mean, she's just like, that's the thing. She uses that keyword of energetic, and that's what really sets Lydia off. Yeah. On that whole rant of like, where are your condescending gifts for the rest of our family kind of thing. But the use of the word energetic 
especially because Lydia points it out, it's like, that's the word Darcy used. And Darcy used that as the nicest possible word to still be condescending toward Lydia and their mom and their entire family, really, of like, these are horrible people and I don't want to deal with them. So she's energetic. There's plenty of upsides to being a mature, responsible adult. Maybe it would be good for you not to be so energetic all the time. This was the famous Darcy love declaration where he's like, I love you right, on my turn. Like, mm. he, it's like probably one of those things he said without even meaning it. Like, yeah. he, he was basically, like, because she was like, what's your issue with me? What's your issue with us? And he's like, uh, it's your family. And she's like, who in my family? And he's like, your energetic younger sister. She, like, Lydia's right. This was like Darcy saying, well, here are the things I don't like about your whole family. And Lydia was mentioned specifically. Yeah. And if you look at it too from Lydia, perspective this entire time especially if you think of um the summer friends episode where she was like you know let's just forget about everyone they were here for a summer they're gone i just wanted to get back to us mm-hmm. you me jane and that's it because she's they've always viewed them as enemies you know mm-hmm. they came in there there with their tornado in their lives messed everything up and left and suddenly lizzie is siding with one of them and with darcy the and one feeling she like, hates the most the one she hates the most and so that's very hurtful to lydia because she's yeah. like no we hate these people we were done with them and suddenly you're siding with them and mm-hmm. you're agreeing with them mm-hmm. do you agree with everything about like they've ever said so yes it's very upsetting for lydia and she especially feels, I mean, like, Lydia gets into it when she's like, are you going to get dad a book on how to better manage our family? Uh, you and I both audibly gasped when we rewatched this episode. Because I, what I like about that comparison is that Lydia, or I think Lizzie's convinced that Lydia, it would be so easy for her to give up partying. Like, yeah. all you have to do is just not go out. All you, like, mm-hmm. it's so easy. Like, if you just change this thing. And I think Lydia's point in saying, are you going to give dad, like, you know, dad, theoretically, could just, Mr. Bennett could just be better at managing fine. Like, how yeah. hard could it be? Like, so many people that they probably know are doing a great job managing their finances. Like, what is it about him that makes him such a horrible, like, provider and money maintainer? It, it does bring up some concern then that Lydia is bringing this up because, like, is their dad really bad at finances? I mean, like, bad enough that they, like, basically had to refinance the house. Yeah. I feel like that's a really great comparison because yeah. I think to Lizzie, it would be so easy for Lydia to change. Yeah. And, like, I mean, like, for the ener- like the energetic thing, I mean, it's part of the whole... It, it's not just, like, the she likes to go out and drink and party. It's mm-hmm. also, like, she gets very excited about things. Like, she's very passionate and she just yeah. sort of says things. And, like, that's not an easy thing to change about yourself. Like, that'd be, like, no. saying, like, Lizzie, what, why don't I get you a book about, like, not judging people or about thinking you're so grown up and you, like, have never lived on your own? <laughs> that's very true i mean lydia didn't really have a sort of gift idea for lydia for lizzie but i I did like that she kind of paused i'm like what where's uh jane's gift what words of wisdom does jane need and like Oh, wait, what does Jane yeah. need? Jane's kind of perfect. She is perfect. <laughs> she's growing up on her she, own. She's I great. mean, Jane probably needs to be more assertive, but, like, yeah. I feel like she's... Jane she... gave Lizzie some really great advice in the last couple episodes. Yeah. She was yeah, like, yeah. "It's you need to get out of your comfort zone. You need to, like, kick the dirt off of this town off your boots. Jane's always been the uh, the one to kind of calm them both down and be like, mm-hmm. here's, here's the level ground. Mm-hmm. We're all sisters. We're good. Mm-hmm. We love each other. 
okay, break. (laughs) But she's gone. Yeah, she's not there to kind of bridge that gap between how different Lizzie and Lydia think. And it's because, yeah, it is the differences. Like, it's like kind of like Pride and Prejudice in general. Mm. It's one big fat miscommunication. Yeah. Because Lizzie's just trying to be like, Lizzie's not trying to be hurtful. Lizzie's trying to say, I want the best for you. And like going out and partying every night is not the best way to look out for yourself. Mm-hmm. And Lydia's like, my sister wants me to change. My sister hates me. Yeah. Um, which is like a horrible thing that she thinks. And because Lizzie doesn't believe she does anything wrong, she's not apologizing. And because she's not apologizing, Lydia's hurt and she thinks that she's trying to like be mean to her. And I feel like we'll get to the comments when we do, but a lot of comments kind of say like, well, Lydia's just overreacting. Lydia's just kind of blowing this way out of proportion. But I think this is a, a the culmination of a lot of little things that Lizzie has commented on on about Lydia that's really just built up to this point. It's not, yes, the book is a major like sort of catalyst of like now she's gonna just completely blow up on camera and you know as we'll see in the next episode make that uh, video called dear lizzie Mm -hmm. but it's always been like these tiny things that lizzie just kind of makes snide remarks about lydia's the way she is the way she always parties her you know slutty hoary behavior and that kind of stuff that she's Mm -hmm. always just like felt free to share and lydia has always just not responded to it or just like whatever i'll let it pass and mm-hmm. to get kind of another condes- like a condescending blow on on this sort of special day condescending gift gift yeah. yeah it's it's just another thing that's built up and like already i think lydia feels sort of excluded right now mm-hmm. so the fact that she feels even more pushed away the fact that lizzie's siding with like the enemy it's mm-hmm. just it's all come to be too much for lydia yeah and i think excluded is a really good word because mm-hmm. I mean, Lizzie just sort of feels closer to Jane. She's more yeah. willing to open yeah, yeah. up to Jane. She, like, can't say enough good things about Jane. Well, Jane's more understanding, I think. Jane. Yeah. Well, Jane is willing to listen. And even yeah. if Jane, I don't think, if she always agrees, mm-hmm. she's there to listen. Versus yeah. Lydia or Lizzie is there to listen and respond and mm-hmm. give her, like, two cents of, like, this is what you should do. Yeah. And sometimes it's not always what you need. You just need yeah. someone to listen to you. But then she also has, like, Charlotte, who's her best friend, who she always confides in. Like, I think she, like, Lydia definitely feels like the black sheep of the family. That she's the one that no one wants to come to for stuff, you know? That's very true. So I I think she's, like, capable of listening. Yeah, yeah, Like, she really is. It's just no one gives her the chance. Yeah. (laughs) We should really quickly enter our WWDD corner. What would Darcy do? okay. Because, like... This is an interesting episode to do It is, because, like, she specifically mentions Darcy. Like... I, if I were Darcy and I were watching this, my stomach would turn because, yeah. like, I bet he really regretted saying all of that stuff. And here, the love of his life, Lizzie, has sort of latched on to a word that he said in a moment of, like, great vulnerability and defense. Like, he was being so defensive in that moment. Mm-hmm. And she's taken that word and said, you know, it's not exactly wrong. And it really upset her. I mean, he has a little sister. Like, Gigi's not... Gigi isn't the same as Lydia. They're both very different personalities. But they're both little sisters. You know, like, you don't want to hurt them. Imagine someone else bashing your little sister on on the internet. Mm. It's like, oh, maybe, like, suddenly when he saw this, it was like... Oh, what have I done? I wonder if he like took it, like felt guilty at all. He like like, immediately texted Gigi, like, you're the best ever. I love you. Love love, love, love William. (laughs) Um, 
I mean, I'm sure he would agree with Lizzie because, I mean, he wouldn't have had that. I don't think his opinion of Lydia has changed. No. I'm sure he's like, well, she's still kind of a train wreck, like, especially <laughs> after the whole men's volleyball yeah. wet t-shirt contest Do, do we think that Darcy thinks this was a good gift? I hope he's smart enough to see like, that, no, it's not Lizzie, a good you gift. idiot. <laughs> like, at least she should have been like, haha, yeah, it's a joke gift. You know, she, sh- he, she shouldn't have been like, no, I'm dead serious about this self-help book. This would be a good time to go to the next episode. Episode 74, How to Hold a Grudge, written by Rachel Kiley. Yeah, we're still seeing the after effects of this devastating fight. If we're saying that Lizzie is titling these videos, this is also kind of like a mean title, I guess. How to Hold a Grudge, am I right, Lydia? Yeah. I mean, well, we've got to sort of admire the writing for what it is here yeah. because Lizzie's like how to hold a grudge, kind of putting this on Lydia. Like, this is how you like make something into something it's not. Yeah. And then Lydia, what we actually get a great transmedia experience with this mm-hmm. video that you and I experienced while rewatching it. Yeah. Because basically, Charlotte texts Lizzie in the midst of saying, I didn't mean it that way. Lydia, mm-hmm. I didn't mean it that way. And she's like, uh, look at your sister's video. Yeah. And we get a link to Lydia's video. So Lizzie, here are my top five suggestions for how you can stop being so incredibly lame. It's not often, too, that we see the transmedia directly in the main video Mm -hmm. so because obviously there's all the tweets that are happening but those are sort of like you can be paying attention to those or you don't have to be paying attention to those it just Mm -hmm. adds to the story but this one is like you should watch this if you want to really see lydia's perspective or know what why lizzie is so mad about Mm this it's actually kind of an i don't want to say innocent but i want to say innocent like Hmm. i don't know it's just the things, so I have the five things that Lydia listed okay. in her video. Awesome. We've got number one thing, update your wardrobe. Number two, get a hobby. <laughs> number three, be better at stuff. Number four, get a real boyfriend. Number five, stop acting like you're better than everyone. Like some of these sound immature enough that you'd be yeah. like, oh, this isn't even, like it's so immature, it's so petty, it's so immature, this isn't even a real problem. Mm. But it does dig into, like, like update your wardrobe. Like, <laughs> I don't know, that, that kind of comment wouldn't bother me because I'd be like, I wear weird pants, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but she is. You wear great pants, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. I didn't mean to like just leave it there. I'm like, yep, you do. Yeah, well, I'm not going to like shut her up on that one. Thank you. For the folks at home, I wear like very colorful pants. Yeah. You know, that's like something that, you know, theoretically Lizzie could just change, but doesn't. Because it's no. like a part of her. Yeah. Uh, get a hobby. I think she probably should get a hobby. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, she does actually would be helpful. She too. doesn't do much outside of the videos in school. So. And like, she's only just started. Like, she lived twenty four years of her life without these videos. What did she yeah. do before that? Just read. She reads a lot. Yeah. Be better at stuff. Well, that, that's see that that like sounds so petty and immature that yeah. you think, oh, I'm just gonna brush that off because it doesn't mean anything. Be better at stuff. Just in general. Just in general. But I think Lydia's point is like she, there's like so much that Lizzie doesn't do because she like can't do it. Like make a bunch of friends and be really social, you know, that like so easy for Lydia. We should all strive to be better at stuff. We should. Yeah, exactly. That's that's a fine one. We can pass. Yeah. Number four, I think is kind of painful. This one. Get a real boyfriend. Because like Wickham came in, he was super cute. And then I blocked out Wickham. I know that was so funny. I know you were like, oh, that's a dig at Jane. And I was like, well, also well, Wickham. I thought like Darcy, like the how so she talks about him so much and is so hmm. seemingly so obsessed with him. But 
Well, yeah. With them. Lydia's whole thing is she's like, you're perpetually single. And mm-hmm. so getting a boyfriend would definitely end that list of ways for her to improve. <laughs> That's kind of a dig, though, because, yeah. like, you kind of can't control the people who come into your life. And, like, once you find someone, you also still can't control them and nope. how they treat you. You can only control how you react to the way that they treat you. And it sucks because, like, obviously, like, Wickham was horrible. So yeah. Lydia or Lizzie was like, bye. Like, you're not in my life anymore. Uh, number five is stop acting like you're better than everyone, which I get. That's a, I get that comment. That's a direct. That is a direct hit. Yeah, that's great advice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's not a nice one to hear. I mean, I think it's a direct response to the book because I think the book, yeah. like, how, oh, to, yeah, yeah. how to, like, not be a party girl anymore is here's how, like, you know, she probably thinks, oh, Lizzie thinks that she's better than me because yeah. she's not doing this stuff or whatever. So to answer your earlier question of, like, should she have posted this video? No, I don't. Because even though what Lizzie did was mean, it was not intentionally mean. And Mm -hmm. this is Lydia, like, exacting her revenge. Yeah. And she's deliberately nitpicking at these qualities that her sister has. And it's immature. It's immature. Yeah. And it's Lydia seeking attention. And she's built up her own audience on her channel and her video. Mm -hmm. So she's like, I'm going to post this to the people who like me. And I'm only going to hang out with people who like me. And I only want to surround myself with people who are going to encourage me. And that's not Lizzie right now. And I want to tear Lizzie down. So that's what she does. Yeah. And I feel like Lizzie's whole point is if Lydia only knew that there were like people who thought differently, Mm. then she would strive to change because like she doesn't fit in with those norms. And Lydia's kind of like falling into dangerous territory. I mean, everyone should be like everyone should have people who like encourage you and build you up. But you should also have a circle where you like where you can get check check yourself before you wreck yourself. Yeah, people who are honest with you, not just like you're great, you're awesome, you're the best. It's Mm -hmm. like okay, but also this or yeah, whatever. Yeah, also change this about yourself. Yeah, in a, in a obviously in a nice way. Yeah. Before actually the video comes up, Lizzie does try to apologize, not really apologize, but she's like, I don't know how many times I have to tell her I am just trying to look out for her. And I am. Whatever. Lydia never stays mad for long. She's basically like, sorry you took it that way. Yeah, she's like, I'm not sorry, but if you feel bad about it, like, that's kind of on you, and I'm just trying to do what's best for you. (laughs) So, not the best apology. No, and I mean, that's, like, why Lydia's so upset, because, like, there's just that disconnect between she doesn't know why she's mad at her, and Lydia's not sure why she doesn't know how hurtful she was. Yeah. It really sucks, because Lydia basically screams, I'm going to Las Vegas, Lizzie's like, no, you're not. And she's like, oh, yes, I am. And it's like a very Uh, scary, determined scream. And don't even bother watching my videos while I'm gone. You think I'm too much to handle now. You just wait. What makes you think I would even want to? She's like going in the opposite. She's like going in the complete opposite direction. She's rebelling. She wants to go off the deep end. She's like, oh, oh, you you think I'm a party girl now? Wait till you see me. Just you wait. That's a Hamilton. Yes. (laughs) That was for, I know you know. Yes. That was for the home. for the audience. That was for them. So Lydia does reveal that she's going to be going to Vegas for New Year's. We don't know with who. I think even she doesn't know that. It doesn't even That's matter. True. It's like she's like, well, she's made a plan. I've got a car. I've got some money. Uh, and I'm going to be going to Vegas. It's kind of like my true friend friends will join me, and yeah. we'll see what happens there, kind of thing. I mean, I know what true Lizzie's friends. worried about. Like a yeah. lot of other party people aren't going to use 
or exercise good judgment, <laughs> they're not going to look out for Lydia. No. Like, that's why she insisted on going to Carter's for four nights in a row. That's, so that she yeah, wouldn't fall true. with the wrong crowd. So that's she true. So that she could be taken care of if she drinks too much, you know? Like, she... That, that was her real gift to Lydia, was, like, the gift of a safe bride home. And that's the thing about Lydia is, like, well, if you don't want to watch over me, you don't have to. Like, the, if you feel like you just have to watch over me, like, I can control myself. And that's the thing about Lydia is, like, she doesn't want to be controlled. Yeah. And this gift and Lizzie's, she is trying to control Lydia a bit of, like, you need to grow up. This is how you should be. Basically like a mini me almost. (laughs) And Lydia's like, no, I don't want to be controlled. I'm going to show you what I'm really like. Because you've seen, you haven't seen nothing yet. And that's the thing. It's scary. That's not really an alarming thing to Lizzie in this video. She's not like, she's just like, all right, fine. Like, go do whatever you want. Like, live your life. Yeah, she's totally thinks she's bluffing. She's like, whatever, Lydia will, like, blow some steam. She'll go to Vegas, she'll come back, and, like, we'll make up. Or, you know, mm-hmm. Christmas is just around the corner. All of us are going to be back under the same roof. We'll be fine. It's really sad because Lizzie started this episode saying, nothing could possibly ruin this Christmas. <laughs> and then, like, it ends with Lydia storming out saying, like, you ain't seen nothing yet. I mean, she doesn't say that, but she But it's that. basically <laughs> that. Exactly. <laughs> Hopefully. I mean, it'll only get worse from here. I mean, if we want to do the WWDD for this one, it's like, I don't know. What does he think? He should be at a loss for words. I think he's like, well, I knew she was energetic. (laughs) (laughs) This is more than just like energy. Yeah. I mean, like, it's hard to think about. I mean, because I assume like Darcy would be watching these videos like for Lizzie. Like, oh, let me watch what's happening with Lizzie. And it's like hard to think about Lizzie in this episode because it's all about what's next for Lydia. Yeah, there's a lot of concern there. Like, I hope Darcy isn't watching this like, oh boy, I hope she has a nice Christmas with Charlotte and Jane. <laughs> no, it's like this deep concern of like, what's happening in the love of my life's life. <laughs> I can imagine him like raising an eyebrow, like, we'll see what happens next. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next Monday. <laughs> yes. So let's go to the comments now, which was a lively discussion going on there. Jumping to the comments section where we read original YouTube comments from when these episodes first aired, starting with episode 73 with (laughs) SpunkyMonkey93, who says, You killed the adorbs, sad face. Allie Elizabeth says, This is sticking to the storyline. Father, if you do not check her, she will go down in history as the biggest flirt who ever made her family ridiculous. Also, Lizzie would think about and find herself agreeing with Darcy's harsh words about Lydia and her family, even if she didn't like him saying them. Both of these things are being shown with this episode. We've got a direct quote from Pride and Prejudice. I do not have the copy in front of me, so I can't corroborate the accuracy of this quote. But how nuts is that? Lizzie would think about and find herself agreeing with Darcy's harsh words about Lydia and her family, even if she didn't like him saying them. You can hate him, but he's not wrong. Yeah, in that moment, obviously she was mad about what Darcy said, and they argued back and forth about it. But now it's been some months, and she's received that wonderful letter that explained a lot. Mm-hmm. And now, just poor choice of words, she ended up using that same word. And it's just like, ugh, bad things. <laughs> Amethyst Archer says, I'm on Lydia's side, TBH. One can be an adult and energetic, and Lizzie has slut-shamed her before. I love Lizzie, but Lydia was in the right to be offended. Shinigami Moon says, 
I actually really love this episode. I'm not a fan of Lydia at all. Her attitude and general lack of responsibility could end up leading her to a very unhappy place in life. Sure, Lizzie could have given the present differently or even explained why she gave it differently, but Lydia had to hear it from some had to hear it sometime. She's 21 now. That means she needs to look to her future and understand that sometimes having fun now can lead to major regrets later on. This is someone who sides more with Lizzie of like, yeah, you know what? If her parents aren't going to give her that stern talking to, someone had to. Yeah. And it's going to hurt at first, but she'll grow from it. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I got what Lizzie was saying. Yeah. Like, I don't disagree that, like, I think it was scary to her that the Lydia is now older and the yeah. partying has increased. Mm. And as you get older, the partying should theoretically decrease. And so I think and, she was like, I should say, say something. And now she's actually 21, mm-hmm. so she can legally drink. Yeah. So it's like... I mean, she's had a fake ID this whole time. Yeah. Though. But like now it's like what's really stopping her from like really going out and yeah. doing everything she's wanted to do. Yeah. For episode 74, Jade Maiden 333 says, Are you kidding me? Life is way too short, Lizzie. Just tell her you're sorry. If you want Lydia to grow up, your influence on her is more important than ever. You can't help her if you two aren't even on speaking terms. Lizzie, you are so stubborn. Nearest resolution, lighten up. <laughs> this is the most insightful YouTube comment ever. Like, you, like, chose this comment. This is yeah. amazing. Like, I agree with that. Life's too short. Tell her you're sorry. Like, even if you don't mean it. Like, yeah. She's right. She can't help Lydia if Lydia's not talking to her. Like, it's more important to help your sister than to win a stupid argument, you know? On the internet. On the, yeah. This is great. Wow. Light, New Year's resolution. Lighten, lighten up, up Lizzie. I 100% agree with that. Lighten up, Lizzie Bennett. <laughs> yeah. Rebecca Rabbit says, I definitely empathize with Lydia here. My sister is very similar to Lizzie, and it is completely infuriating that they both don't understand that this is not their responsibility to change their little sister and that criticizing is not helpful. Just because you're older doesn't mean you know best. Lizzie is way too controlling and doesn't understand that it is her responsibility, that it is not her responsibility to drag Lydia down. She just needs time to grow up. She is younger after all. I prefer Jane's approach. She's nice. (laughs) Jane has a loving approach. Yeah. She has cookies, always. Yeah. If I had an older sister, maybe I'd like listen to her if she brought me baked goods. It's very true. Can you, like, really get such bad and horrible news if there's baked goods? That's the point. It assuages the situation. Sad cookies are not a thing. No. I mean, they are a thing, but it's like, oh, I, it's I mean, nice cookies. But then you have the, the cookies to help. <laughs> yes. But then you can't eat snickerdoodles again. Oh, you can't even say snickerdoodles. Blah, blah. Oh, man. <laughs> Cinnamon sugar cookies. I know. Theo K. Leah says, Lizzie's intent doesn't matter here. What matters is that Lydia is obviously hurt, and Lizzie needs to swallow her pride and admit that. While she did mean well, she went about it wrong. In all caps, (laughs) this next part, Lizzie is refusing to admit that what she did was hurtful. Lydia isn't acting like an adult, but Lizzie isn't either. They're both at fault. There's there's (sighs) bad things said by both sides. And they both just need to be like, you know what? We're just going to hug it out for the next five minutes. And we're not going to leave until we're on good terms again. We're hugging. Zoe Marriott says, IRL, there's more to being a sister than I love you no matter what. You have to be willing to be honest. 
Everything Lizzie said was true. Lydia has blown up this way because deep down she knows it. That comment about the people mm. Lydia will be partying, partying with in Vegas will appreciate her, ha ha ha, reveals how immature she really is. She's an adult now, and her youth and cuteness won't last forever. Lydia needs to develop some character now, or people will start to get very tired of her very quickly. It sounds like this person is already tired of Lydia. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, yeah, people might, no, she's like, no, I'm Me. sick of you. <laughs> I personally am sick of you, Lydia. I mean, yeah, I feel like we're hearing a lot of consistent arguments that, like, Lydia does need to grow out, grow up, but Lizzie told her the wrong way. Yeah. You know? Miscommunication on both sides. That's the point of Pride and Prejudice. Everyone's (laughs) miscommunicating. All over the place. But we all come together in the end. We're actually very, very close to Pemberley Digital now. (gasps) That's it right. is so close. We're almost That's there. That's episode 77, isn't it? And we it? get a new character of Gigi. Yay! So that'll be very exciting. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, I feel like for a very long time we were like, only 30 more episodes to Darcy. <laughs> and, and now we need to remember that we're going other places. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, and that's the thing. It's like, oh yeah, we have met Darcy, but it's like still a few episodes away where we see him again, you know. know? In a positive light. Yeah. Post letter. Oh, yeah. So we'll get into that and more next time. That wraps it up for this episode. Check out our social media. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at The Pemberley. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash The Pemberley. And if you'd like to talk to us directly or have any questions, email us at thepemberleypodcast at gmail.com. And to support the podcast, donate to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash thepemberley, or leave us a review on iTunes. That helps other people to find this podcast. You can find links to all of these pages on our WordPress page, thepemberleypodcast.wordpress.com, where we also include links to anything we mentioned on the show. Thanks again for listening. Bye! Bye.